Is financial wellness actually working? And is the general public even familiar with the term? Hi, I'm John Sullivan with 401k Specialists, and this is the 401k Specialist Podcast. This week, we speak with Gene Chatsky, CEO and co-founder of HerMoney.com and the financial editor of NBC's Today Show. Gene's well-versed in financial wellness and how it's measured, as well as its connection to health and wellness. And she joins us right after this message. Retirement is changing. So is the way we plan for it. If you think retirement means you can't keep building for the future, that adventure is only for the young, or that long-term investing should stop at retirement, let's retire that thinking. And if you think every target date fund can deliver the same long-term results, let's retire that thinking too. Can I give my clients a target date fund that helps their employees retire their way? With Capital Group, I can. Visit CapitalGroup.com today. Talk to your financial professional for investment risks and information. American Funds Distributors, Inc., member FINRA. Gene, financial wellness critics say that it's an airy, ill-defined concept and therefore tough to measure. How do we best measure financial wellness success? How, How is that done? Well, the critics are right in a lot of ways because we don't have a consensus on what we should be looking for when it comes to being financially well. Is it money in a retirement account? Is it money in emergency savings? Is it financial knowledge, knowing how to live on less than you make. And I think until we have some sort of nationwide definition of what it really is um, and how to measure it, then I I think they will continue to be right. The, The measurement that I've seen most recently that I've liked the best is uh, one that came out of a piece of research that the folks at Fidelity Investments did where they saw a marked reduction in financial stress and therefore you could um, surmise an increase in financial wellness if people had three things going on. They had uh, at least six months in emergency savings. They had um, and were continuing to put away 10% or more of whatever they were earning for their long-term future, i.e. retirement in most cases. Right. And they had a plan. They had some goals. And and when those three factors um, happened simultaneously, people who checked all of those boxes showed a marked decrease in financial stress. And I think when stress goes down, wellness goes up. Understood. And you might have just answered this, but is it working? Is financial wellness working? Is there a greater awareness of basic financial concepts? And more importantly, are people taking action? I think coming out of the pandemic, we will have adjusted to the fact that emergency savings are not um, an option. They are a must-have. And I think that will go a really long way to boosting financial wellness. I mean, when we look at people who are truly not well, they tend to have credit card debt. They tend to lack emergency savings. Sometimes that is just a reality of the fact that wages were just stagnant for too long um, and that it took far too many years to come out of and come back from the Great Recession. But now I think we have another opportunity to maybe get it right, to um, 
to understand that there are some things that are within our control that we can choose where to dis- to spend at least our discretionary funds that we that we can um set some hardline priorities for ourselves and that having at the very minimum a couple thousand dollars in emergency savings to get off of that financial fragility ledge is critical. So then what is your definition of financial wellness, Gene? And and how does it differ from financial education, say? Financial financial education is knowledge. Financial wellness is good habits often repeated. And I... um, many years ago figured out and and it took me a good decade or more of reporting on personal finance and and um talking about it but that that there're really just five things that you have to do in order to live a successful financial life and i um i would say these five things make you financially well you need to earn a decent living um, and decent is a word that I chose carefully. It's not a lavish living. It's a comfortable living. Right. Um, you need to spend less than you make. Um, that's difficult for a lot of people. And, and the, uh, the fact that we could borrow so much, um, more than we could truly afford for such a long time made it even tougher. Um, we need to save and then invest the money that we're not spending. That's number three, so that it's working as hard for us as, as we're working for ourselves. And along the way, we want to grab all of those incentive dollars that we can in 401ks and in, um, in HSAs. We need to protect ourselves from a disaster. Uh, that's the right insurance. It's a basic estate plan. And my number five, and some people may choose not to go along with this one, but it's important for me is that we need to give back in some way that is meaningful to us because that is a happiness booster. Understood. So how are financial wellness and health wellness linked? About four years ago now, I wrote a book uh, with a doctor named Mike Roizen. He uh, was for years the chief of wellness at the Cleveland Clinic. And we came together to write it because we both realized at pretty much the same time that you can't have sustainable health without uh, a financial life that is running smoothly. And the reverse is also true. You can't sustain a financial life that is running smoothly without good health. Um, They go hand in hand. Because if you are not healthy, then you are very quickly going to spend down all your resources trying to get healthy. And if you are, um, if you are healthy, but you don't have a solid financial foundation, that may be okay when you're 30. It may be okay when you're 35, but by the time you're 40 or 50 or older and little things start to to go wrong with your health, it takes more in terms of resources to stay that way. Is there anything from an innovation standpoint that excites you about financial wellness? Anything that could really move the needle that you've seen recently? I think we have more and more to learn from the behaviorists. Um, I mean, I think behavioral finance is just the gift that keeps on giving. And, you know, this was not recent, but we're seeing it 
used over and over again. When you look at 401ks, once we were automatically enrolled into 401k retirement plans, um, the participation in those plans popped from 50% to 80% or more at many companies. It was just that instantaneous because we're not great at doing even the even the things that we know are the right things to do when it comes to our money as human beings, but if we are if if we have them done to us, which sounds terrible, but you know what I mean. Yes, yep. Then we don't check the box that says we want out. We'll just let inertia carry us along. And that's a really, really powerful thing. And so recently, we're seeing states adding work and save programs to uh, to their menus. Oregon has one. Illinois has one. Uh, New York has one. And this is a way for those people who don't have work-based retirement plans to contribute money via paycheck deduction into an IRA. And what we know is that when you have the opportunity to make these um, contributions automatically out of your paycheck, you're 15 times more likely to to do it than, than if you're not. Um, I've heard talk recently about baby bonds being used in in much the same way. There's a sum of money. You get it when you're a kid. It grows and grows and grows and grows. You don't touch it. Um, and, and it may be enough to give you some money to go to college or to retire on. Um, there is a lot happening. And I think if we let the scientists uh, help us, um, we'll be much, much better off. What is her money and what specifically is its mission? Her Money is uh, a personal finance site and podcast for women. Our mission is to level the playing field when it comes to our money. And we're doing that in lots of different ways. We publish a weekly podcast called Her Money. I host it. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. We, we explore all avenues of money and personal finances. We've recently launched a coaching program. It's called Finance Fix. You'll find it in the shop. At Her Money, it's an eight-week hands-on coaching program where you'll work with a coach, you'll work with a team. I show up and help people, not every session, but but along the way. And um, and there's a ton of content in there. And we're helping people accomplish those those five steps, get from financial chaos to a place where they feel financially well. And the people who are in the program right now are saving a lot of money that they never thought they could save and and really enjoying it. Hermoney.com? Hermoney.com and Finance Fix, you'll find it in our shop. You know, one of the best pieces of advice that you gave me uh, just a few years ago was that when you wake up in the morning, you get into your workout clothes and you don't get out of them until you work out. That little behavioral step there has really worked wonders for me. Is that something you're still doing? I hope so. I I haven't been on the treadmill yet today. So here's the reason that I now know that health and wealth go hand in hand. I actually, I am, I'm 56. Um, Somewhere during the summer of this pandemic, I did something to a disc in my back. It sat on a nerve. Yeah, it was terrible. It sat on a nerve and just got worse and worse and worse and worse. And so about a month ago, I had some surgery and I 
um, am not back on the road and able to run yet, but I am walking like a fiend and I have yet to do it today, which means I am still in my leggings and my sweatshirt and I will be hitting the treadmill when we're done here. That is excellent. Wonderful. Well, we wish you well in your recovery, but uh, Gene, that's exactly what we needed. Thank you so much for joining us. I do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Retirement is changing. So is the way we plan for it. If you think retirement means you can't keep building for the future, that adventure is only for the young, or that long-term investing should stop at retirement, let's retire that thinking. And if you think every target date fund can deliver the same long-term results, let's retire that thinking too. Can I give my clients a target date fund that helps their employees retire their way? With Capital Group, I can. Visit CapitalGroup.com today. Talk to your financial professional for investment risks and information. American Funds Distributors, Inc., member FINRA.